morning, church. I hope you're all good. Thank you so much for that, Gareth. Um, like Gareth said, my name is Nozi Paul Damini, um, and I am answering the big question, how do I truly believe God in everyday life? And so I was, when I saw this question, I was like, oh, I really like that question. And I had a knee-jerk re response to it, which was trust. So that's it, guys. Thank you. Amen. Um, <laughs> Um, but yeah, that was, that's, that's been my journey for the last three years. Um, God's really been speaking to me about believing him, but believing him calls me to trust him. And so I'm going to unpack that a little bit just from what God's been saying to me over the last couple of years. Um, but before we do that, can we just pray? Lord, we thank you so much that your word is true. We thank you, Heavenly Father, that you do not change. You are the same yesterday. Um, today and forever. And so, Lord, we come humbly before you this morning, um, just asking you, Lord, to speak to us, that, Lord, uh, Scripture would become life to us, and that, Lord, we would trust in you completely, and that, Lord, we would just seek you with all of our hearts, mighty God, and, and that we would just not be hearers of your word, but doers. And so we bless you this morning. Amen. Amen. So um, just to, to paint a little picture, um, if I were to say right now, can you open your phone and check the weather for tomorrow, uh, it's going to tell you something, it's going to tell you the degrees, but how, if, if it's likely to rain or whatever, and you will most likely dress according to what it said, right? Um, and if I were to give you my address and say this is where I live, and I say put it in, my, in your GPS, you are most likely going to believe it and navigate to my house, right? Um, and so these are like simple everyday things that for me show us that we actually have the capacity to trust in something, even when we're not quite sure how it works, you know? Like, I don't know how a GPS works, but if I put that address in there, I know it's taking me where it said it's taking me, right? And, and so when, when I think of these simple everyday things, um, it reminded me of Hebrews 11, chapter, one, um, chapter 11, verse 1 to 3. And it says, faith shows the reality of what we hope for. It is the evidence of things we cannot see. Through their faith, the people in days of old earned a good reputation. By faith, we understand that the entire universe was formed at God's command, that what we now see and did. Uh, that what we now see did not come from anything that can be seen. And so we, 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 we trust in a God who sometimes we don't really see, but he is, there's evidence of him all around us. And so um, as I was preparing for today, I asked a few other believers as well, um, how would you answer this question? Like, how do you believe God in everyday life? And so I'm going to share a few answers, and it was really, really, I strongly say, ask other believers that question. It started some really good conversations. And, and so one of the responses was, I trust in him as he provides hope when I'm down and see no answer. He brings life when I feel depressed. He speaks truth when I'm believing a lie. He provides healing for my broken heart. He heals when I ask him. He gives relationship when I feel lonely. He has walked with me every day, even when I haven't given him my everything. When I fix my eyes on Jesus and choose to believe in the words that are written in the Bible 
and the words that God has spoken over me, I feel a weight lift. Another person said, it's hard to trust someone you don't have a relationship with, but I've gained trust for God through prayer and reading scripture. Gareth shared that. And getting to read and understand the things he has done for other people in the Bible gives me a sense of hope and confidence that he will do the same for me. And that was someone in news. That was really special. Um, and then this one says, I believe in God because of who the word says he is and all that he has promised us for his glory. Um, and so I think for me, what I took away from that was relationship. You cannot trust someone you do not have a relationship with. And so how do we get to know God? Through his word. And so it made me think of an example that's really silly in our house. But for example, Simi doesn't mind buying on Facebook market. Like he will, he trusts everyone, you know. So I will be like, okay, do you, is the person legit? Like let's check their spelling. Okay, so now he's going, <laughs> you know, like spelling. Spelling mistakes are always a, a sign of, you know, <laughs> and, then, and then I'll be like, okay, so we're going to meet this person at a, a petrol garage or at a police station. Like, those are only two options. Like, Samir thinks I'm crazy. So anyway, we'll go to the petrol garage and then I'll sneak into the, like, the back with Sadie's hockey stick because, you know, <laughs> things might happen. So, you know, I need to have his back, guys. So, but I don't trust the person, you know. And so I've got my husband's back, man. And so we live in a broken world. And, and sometimes we filter our relationship with God through that brokenness. If Fezi says to me, Fezi says, uh, Nozip, I have something that I want to sell to you. I'm not going to bring Sadie's hockey stick, you know, I, I'm, because I know her. I have a relationship with her. But this person on Facebook market, I don't know. And so the same thing can happen to us where we filter who God is through the brokenness we see around us. And so I wanted to just spend a little bit of time talking about who God is and why we can trust him. And so I'm going to share a few attributes of who God is just from one passage of scripture, which is Psalm 103. And then I'll take some of the attributes that I've picked up from there. And the lovely thing about the Bible is that when you go into the Word, you start looking for this grace, and you see it, you know. And so the Old Testament, for me, has always been, ooh, God is, yeah, buena. just one step wrong, and you know. But actually, there's so much grace. Even in the law, He was showing us grace. But when you start looking for it, you start seeing it. And so Psalm 103 says, Let all that I am praise the Lord with my whole heart. I will praise his holy name. Let all that I am praise the Lord. May I never forget the good things he does for me. He forgives all my sins and heals all my diseases. He redeems me from death and crowns me with love and tender mercies. He fills my life with good things. My youth is renewed like the eagles. The Lord gives righteousness and justice to all who are treated unfairly. He revealed his character to Moses and his deeds to the people of Israel. The Lord is compassionate and merciful, slow to get angry, and filled with unfailing love. He will not constantly accuse us, nor remain angry forever. He does not punish us for all our sins. He does not deal harshly with us as we deserve. He has removed our sins as far as the east is from the west. The Lord is like a father to his children 
tender and compassionate to those who fear him, for he knows how weak we are, and he remembers we are only dust. But the love of the Lord remains forever with those who fear him. His salvation extends to the children's children of those who are faithful to his covenant, of who, of who obey his commandments. The Lord has made the heavens his throne. From there he rules over everything. Amen. And so this is not an exhaustive list of, of who God is, but these are the things that I picked up about him. He is holy. He does good things for us. He forgives us. He heals us. He redeems us. He is righteous and just. He is compassionate. He is a father to us. He is slow to get angry. He is filled with unfailing love. Think of Jesus on the cross. He doesn't constantly accuse us. That's not our God. He is merciful and doesn't deal harshly with us as we deserve. He is empathetic. He is a promise keeper. His love remains forever. And he rules over everything. And I think that for me, that last one, he rules over everything. It really solidified this thing of being able to trust God. Because he's not caught by surprise by our everyday life. He's not caught caught by surprise by the things that go wrong or he's not caught surprised by the you know the not so good of life like he is ruling over everything and I think we can find a freedom in that in knowing that he is over everything and so in light of who the word tells us he is um I think the the, the word becomes our weather app you know, if I can believe the weather app, if it says it's 26 degrees tomorrow, I can certainly believe that God is all of these things and so much more. And so God rules over everything. Um, so how do, we, how do we do that? How do we practically then, um, you know, believe God? How do we get him into our everyday life? Well, firstly, don't make him a weekend special. Don't only see him on Sundays, okay? Like, make him part of every day. Um, and so it starts firstly with trusting him with our salvation. And so it starts with us becoming his children. And so that was what Jesus died for, for us to, to belong and become part of God's family. And then it also means building a relationship with him through his word. And we have something called going deeper here at church. And so we read the Bible in community. Um, it also means being part of community. So whether you're in a community group or a trio, like with all these questions that we have, it's, it's really helpful to ask others. Like I loved asking others and getting the insights that I got from this question. And then there's also being prayerful and being filled with the Holy Spirit. And so we ask God to fill us with the Holy Spirit because only his spirit can make us understand his word. And so in closing, um, I want to close with Hebrews chapter 4 verse 15. It says, this high priest of ours understands our weaknesses. And the high priest being Jesus, for he faced all of the same testings that we do, yet he did not sin. So let us come boldly to the throne of our gracious God. There we will receive his mercy and we will find grace to help us when we need it most. And so God is aware of our everyday because he is a high priest who understands what we go through. 
And so we can trust him in everyday life because he's been in everyday life and he's still in everyday life with us. Amen.